talking with Jessica Lyles and Kara Hodebeck there with Transitions Hospice. And uh, what we're going to talk about today is uh, the volunteer opportunities that are offered at Transitions Hospice. Jessica, I'll start out. What's kind of the ideal candidate you're looking for? It's a really good question. So um, primarily, I think the first thought that most people go towards when you're thinking of volunteers, you think of, well, if I'm just finishing up school or my semester's wrapping up, um, I'd be a great fit for a hospice um, volunteer opportunity. And while that is true, we're really looking for people that are devoted to healthcare, devoted to listening and understanding where that person is at in their prognosis. Um, so we're looking for somebody who is uh, committed to doing at least two hours a week. They're committed to the onboarding process. Um, it's about a two-week trial period of someone going through all of our policies and procedures. Um, the volunteer goal is to make sure that the patient is either A, um, a good fit for that volunteer, and B, somebody that's really willing to listen with a compassionate heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been a wide spectrum of people. We have had uh, college graduates. We've also had people um, that are retired or looking for um, a way to fulfill a volunteer or a need in the community or someone who's experienced hospice in the past with their family or friend um, that would have a, a personal connection with hospice and what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily necessarily, I mean, you're not going to shy away. It's not necessarily somebody, you know, maybe a resume builder or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just somebody who, like you said, just wants to give back a little bit. Exactly. It's it's someone that is looking at hospice as an opportunity to understand that it's a it's about living. It's not about dying. It's mm-hmm. about fulfilling whatever time we have left with precious moments and that that could be just being a listening ear, that could be someone holding their hand or it could be someone participating in a craft or a one-on-one activity. Um, really getting to the root of the the person's struggle and pain and trying to turn that into a really um, compassionate environment where they feel surrounded by good people. Do you, when you take a volunteer that's, you know, going to be with the patient, do you um, assign them or do you ask the volunteer, here's what we have this week, what can you do? Um, It's a combination of both. And so we fill out a bringing you joy sheet with each of our patients and it asks if they would be um, opt to having a volunteer. Some some patients don't want to volunteer. Um, And we try to pair them based off of the need. So if I'm an outgoing person and let's say um, I'm athletic and I like to be outside and there's a lot of things that I resonate like with the line eye or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, it might be great if somebody has history in Champaign-Urbana and they were a part of the university or they're athletic and they have the ability to connect with them on a personal level. Um, right now our volunteer pool is kind of small so we're definitely looking for people um, that have that patient, calm, or outgoing personality where they could connect with people on a, on a multitude of different uh, basis is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely think that we try our best to pair people appropriately, but I think that I could probably be paired with someone that I didn't have anything in common with and still learn a lot. Sure, so, sure. yeah. It, it, really, it's kind of that the, the, the patient pa- almost feels like they're passing along some knowledge or what have you exactly before their life is over. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. they talk to their kids and their grandkids and they're not listening anymore, but here's this brand new but sponge that I can just throw all this knowledge on. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's important, too, that they fit well with the family. So mm-hmm. sometimes there's family involvement. Um, I know in, in my family, we tried to, with home care for my grandparents, we tried to make sure that the people coming into the home um, 
they just fit well with the whole environment. And so we do a lot of background research with background checks, asking a lot of questions during the interview process, really combing them out with a fine tooth comb, so to speak, to see if this person fits the transitions philosophy as well. Mm -hmm. And what, uh, you know, I guess, you know, about that in in, in a nutshell, what is the philosophy of transitions? To live well. And so we really embody helping someone pass peacefully. But not only that, we want to focus on the greater aspects of, of life, whether that's two days or two months or two years, we want to focus those moments on being intentional um, with uh, patience, compassion, one-on-one support, and making sure that no one passes alone. And that could be with our chaplain, with our social worker, um, even the RHC as myself, a regional hospice coordinator, um, all the way down to our volunteers. They're a vital asset to the company. Talking with Jessica Lyles and Kara Hodebeck with Transitions Hospice, some of the volunteer opportunities. Also, not just um, patient or bedside volunteering, but uh, clerical as well. You mm-hmm. guys take you take uh, volunteers for that, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will never shy someone away from helping <laughs> us put folders together. <laughs> and that's just basic office work, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's kind of, I don't say busy work, but it's just stuff that needs done. Somebody wants to help out. They have some hours exactly. they can do that. So mm-hmm. um, if anybody wants to find out more about, you know, the volunteer opportunities that are available or, uh, you know, do, do you, as you said, you fill out a care package, is that available or a yeah, I don't remember what you called it. It was almost like an application, I guess. It is. You is fill that... out the application on our website. Okay. Um, it's transitionshospice.com, and there's a volunteer set tab that you can click on to get more information on how to contact us. Um, you can also reach out to the hospice number and just call and say, I'd like more information about volunteers, and that'll get filtered out mm-hmm. to one of us, and we'll be able to connect you with the appropriate person. You had mentioned the volunteer pool is kind of small right now. Is that because it's winter? Does it pick up when weather gets nicer? Or can, it's not can necessarily related to the weather. I think that's just where we're at right now. We're expanding and our growth has definitely pushed our number from being a pretty healthy number to a a smaller number. And Mm so I think with any growth, you are always looking to just make sure that there's enough volunteers for everyone. Um, You can never have too many Mm -hmm. volunteers. And so I think that that's something we're working on. Growth is never a problem. No, (laughs) it's it's not. (laughs) That's a good thing. Again, transitionshospice.com. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you.